I remember um, in 1994 when the renewal started, I would go to uh, the church and there would be all these people laughing and there was so much joy in the room and they would pray for joy and I would cry and I'd go back the next time and be like, okay, good, good. I got that all the way. Okay, now tonight, you know, I'm going to laugh and there'd be all these people laughing and they'd pray for joy and I would cry every time they prayed for joy. I cried for about two years every time and I did not like it. And I felt kind of a little bit silly because everyone else was laughing and I was crying and they would come over and pray for me and I would cry more. <laughs> and um, I started taking my prayer partner with me to the renewal meetings and they would pray for joy and she would cry. And I felt so much better that I wasn't the only one crying. <laughs> and what was God doing? See, where there's joy, it drives out the darkness and there was pain and hurt in my heart. And with all that joy, God was driving the darkness out, driving it out and healing my heart. And that's part of what joy does. See, because joy isn't just some like fancy, silly thing. Joy is powerful and joy heals. Uh, we're going to read from John 17, verse 6 to 13. I have revealed to you those whom you gave me out of the world. They are yours. You gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine, and glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by the name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that the scripture would be fulfilled. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. So this is Jesus talking, and he's... Um, praying to God just before he goes to the cross to his father. Um, and he says that he's saying all these things in the prayer so that we could have joy and so that our joy may be complete. See, because joy is a natural consequence of victory. And Jesus is outlining the victory that he bought and paid for for us, that he was going to pay for just that night and he was saying that his disciples believed that he was the Messiah. They believed he had the victory. And that joy, that knowledge made their joy complete. Right? And we, as Jesus' disciples, can have that same knowledge that he is the Messiah and that he has victory. And therefore, we can have complete joy. When we look at that victory, it produces joy in us. 
Now, maybe you don't know uh, Jesus and you don't know this victory. So let me just say a little bit about it. God is a loving father and he wants us to love him as well. That's why he created us was for love so that he would love us and we would love him. And he had to give us a choice because if there's no choice, if we have to love him, it's not really love. And so he's given each and every single one of us a choice. And the very first man and woman, they were given a choice and they chose not God. They chose to believe the enemy and sin and death and sickness came into the world. And each and every one of us has made that same choice in our own lives. We have chosen at some point, not God, even though he's the God of love. And so God wanted us still, even though we had not chosen him at some point, even though we had allowed sin to come into our lives, even though we had made bad choices, he still wanted us to live forever with him in paradise. But he couldn't have, you know, sin and death and sickness be forever in paradise. Then it wouldn't be paradise. And so he had a rescue plan. His rescue plan was named Jesus. He sent his son who came to earth and lived a perfect life. And so he was able to be in heaven with God because he had no sin, but we couldn't. But Jesus died in our place. We were supposed to die as a consequence of our sin. But Jesus died on the cross in our place so that we could have his purity, so that we could spend eternity with God in a place that was free from sin and sickness and death in paradise. And we could love God forever and he could love us forever. And that was the message that gave joy to the disciples, that Jesus was the savior of the world, although they didn't yet quite understand all of it. And maybe we also don't quite understand all of it yet. But the main thing we know, Jesus has the victory. And so if you've never accepted this gift, I just invite you right now to pray this prayer. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus to die in my place, that I could live forever with you, loving you and you loving me. I'm so sorry for all the things that I've done wrong and for all the times I chose not you, God. I choose to receive your forgiveness today and I choose you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus. And Father God, I choose you as my God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you prayed that today for the first time, or if you rededicated your life to God today, we want to know about it. Please, please email us, or after the service, there are Zoom prayer rooms, and we would love, love to pray with you and talk with you. And so the joy that Jesus is talking about in this prayer in John is the joy that comes from victory. And I guess you guys have watched um, basketball players or hockey players or some sports players. They win the championship and they cry and cry. These big guys who would never be caught dead crying and they cry and they cry. And the reporters always ask the same question, don't they? They ask, how are you feeling right now? Or they always ask that question. And the guys are like, I'm so happy. Right? <laughs> they are so happy. The emotions just flowing out because of the victory. And this is what Jesus is saying. Our joy can be complete when we look at the victory.
and sometimes we don't have joy. And that's because we're not looking at the victory, right, that God has given us. We're looking at our circumstances. And we're looking at the fact that we don't quite have enough money um, to pay rent this month. And we're looking at the fact that, you know, a family member is very sick and may be dying. And we're looking at the fact that, um, you know, we're having a disagreement with our boss and it's really stressful. And we're looking at those things. And Jesus is inviting us to look at the victory that he has, not to like, put our head in the sand and ignore what's going on, but to see that he has already given us the victory, to pray in the way that says, we know that you have given victory, God, that no matter what happens in this situation, we have victory through you. I remember the day um, in church when they prayed for joy and I laughed instead of cried. <laughs> and I was so excited because I'd been crying for about two years. And um, what happened was God gave me this vision. And it was like just in my mind's eye, not an open vision. And in this vision, the army of God was there. And we were the army of God. And the army of God was on these very large white horses. Like think of the biggest horse you've ever seen, like that kind of big, very big, taller, like, like taller than my head, big, big. And the army of God was all in white on the horses and they were fierce. Like they had their swords and they were determined and they're on these big white horses. It was super impressive, except I was not on a big white horse. And I was not fierce and impressive. I was in this clown outfit and I was sort of like regular size. The army of God seemed very large. And I was kind of like regular size and I looked like a clown and I looked ridiculous. And I looked at myself and I started laughing. Like here's these big white, beautiful horses and fierce army of God and I was this clown. I started laughing, I looked so funny. And I'm like, um, Jesus, I thought I was part of the army of God. He's like, you are. I said, I do not look like the army of God. He said, that's because your job is to go in behind the enemy lines because they're not um, going to be afraid of you or scared of you. They're not going to think you're a threat they're going to think that you come to bring laughter and they're going to invite you in and you're going to go places that others can't go and you're going to bring laughter in behind the enemy lines and people are going to come to me and they're going to come through laughter. And I could not stop laughing. Like it was, I looked ridiculous. And he was telling me about the victory that I had and that I was going to bring. And this joy bubbled out of me after all that healing he'd done in my heart. All those lies I believed about who I was and who I wasn't. And, you know, he had cleaned them all up. And here he was telling me part of who I was. And it was funny. And I couldn't stop laughing. And since then, when they pray for joy, I mostly laugh. Not always, but I do mostly laugh. Um, and I think part of the reason is because I know the victory that I have through Jesus and the victory that he has.
So how do we get joy, right? Because I don't know, sometimes it seems like it's kind of hard to get, doesn't it? Sometimes it seems like, you know, oh, some people just have joy and I don't have joy. And how, how am I going to get it? Um, I love the story that Pastor John tells. Um, I don't know if you know this song from long ago. It's about joy. It goes, if you want joy, you must sing for it. If you want joy, you must clap for it. If you want joy, you must jump for it. The joy of the Lord is my strength. We used to sing it a lot. And Pastor John tells a story about how his wife, Carol, when they sang it, she would clap and she would jump. And he thought maybe she looked a little silly. And one day he said to her, why are you clapping and jumping? And she said to him, because I want joy. And he thought that was a good idea. And so, you know, the next time they had that song, he clapped and he jumped because he also wanted joy. And here's the thing about joy. We have to receive it. So Pastor John was saying, I receive joy. When he was clapping and jumping and singing, he was saying, my heart is open to receive your joy, God. And right now, if we want joy, we need to do the same thing. We have to say, I receive it. I receive your joy, God. Um, and I have to tell you that there's a lot of gifts from God that you just can't fake. God gives it to you and you receive it. But I want to tell you that joy is one of those ones that you can really fake it until you make it. Many, many times I've seen people purposely start to laugh. And that was their way of saying, God, I want to receive your joy. And as they were laughing, then they received joy. And then they started laughing, not because they were making themselves laugh, but because they had received the joy from God. <laughs> I have to say that um, joy has never been a really difficult gift for me to receive. Even in those years when I would cry when they um, prayed for joy, in my life I'm generally joyful. And it's kind of funny because a gift is a gift, right? God gives me the gift of joy. And then when I exercise the gift of joy, he gives rewards. I mean, that's how God is. This is a gift he wants to give us, a gift of joy. And sometimes I really kind of hope that if you have an overabundance of joy, it makes up for a lack of self-control with, say, chocolate or cookies. Um, <laughs> you know, because when I start looking at circumstances, like how much I'm a teacher, how much marking I have to do, or how much planning I have to do, you know, I can start getting stressed. And when I start getting stressed, I tend to eat chocolate and cookies <laughs> and sugar. And you know, that's not really good. What I really want to do is receive joy from God. Um, so uh, we are going to pray for joy right now, but I do just want to tell you that after um, the, after we have this a short time of ministry together, if you would like individual ministry, please do come on to the Zoom rooms where we have prayer, and that link will be uh, 
right here in the chat or uh, posted here. And if also, if you would just like to come and chat with other people, there are also Zoom rooms for just chatting and hopefully lots of laughter today in our Zoom rooms. So please do come join us. Um, but right now, we're just going to position our heart to receive joy from God, to receive um, just laughter, to, you know, look at the victory he gave us and to, you know, have the natural consequence of that victory be the joy that bubbles up and out of us, right? When we focus on Jesus, we fix our eyes on Jesus and we say, you, you are the victory. We have victory in you. So let's pray. Jesus, Thank you, thank you, that there is victory in you, and that victory is this natural consequence of joy. That even you prayed that prayer just before you're going to die, all about all the things that you had done, and about how the disciples believed you, and that that was going to be the fullness of their joy, the fullness of our joy. And we just say right now, we receive joy from you. We fix our eyes on you and the victory that you have won, the victory that you have given us, and we receive that victory, and we receive the joy, and we just say we are ready. We receive. Yeah. And so even now, if you want to start laughing, that is okay. And I find it works better when there's other people around. But even if you're on your own, if we just start laughing, the joy will start coming. So God, I just say, I receive your joy. Because <laughs> you are so good. <laughs> you are so good. We receive your joy <laughs> and the victory that's ours. We receive it. You are a good God. <laughs> You're a happy God. You're a joyful God. <laughs> Jesus, you are joyful. You're joyful. You made so much wine. <laughs> it, that uh, Your first miracle, that just, there was so much joy at that wedding, God. <laughs> Receive your joy now. <laughs> I remember how you made me that clown. <laughs> I look so funny. <laughs> the army was so beautiful. <laughs> I had a big red nose. <laughs> and I knew you had the victory there. <laughs> and you gave me victory. <laughs> big red nose and victory. <laughs> like this ridiculous polka dot suit. <laughs> We receive joy from you. <laughs> Just thank you, God. <laughs> You're a joyful God. <laughs> a laughing God. <laughs> we receive, we receive. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this little thing that honked, honk, honk, <laughs> the army of God, honk, honk. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and the enemy looked at me and laughed. 
not knowing that I was having victory through their laughter. <laughs> that you were having victory <laughs> through their laughter. <laughs> yeah, yours is the victory, God. Yours is the victory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so funny, God. <laughs> you have so many puns in the Bible. <laughs> you're such a punny God. <laughs> you have lots of puns. <laughs> <laughs> you said laughter is like medicine. <laughs> you really heal us through laughter. <laughs> Your joy really is our strength. <laughs> we are like <laughs> strong when we laugh. <laughs> Come, come, we receive. <laughs> I receive. Come again, come again with another wave. Come again with another wave. <laughs> we receive you, God. And just keep receiving his joy. Just keep receiving it. <laughs> Keep laughing. He comes. He comes with joy. We thank you, God. We bless you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. God bless you with joy today, this week, and this year. <laughs>